The best way to not feel hopeless is to get up and do something. Don't wait for good things to happen to you. If you go out and make some good things happen, you will fill the world with hope and you will fill yourself with hope. Barack Obama. what's up and welcome back to another coffee talk today we're doing just a good old OG coffee talk where we talk about just like life topics you know currently sipping out of my Pisces mug mm, damn that's good and uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk about today is how to turn your doubt into determination so this has become a theme for today's coffee talk because I feel like it's something that I recently I guess just kind of learned with myself, I would say, November, December, I kind of talked about it a little bit, but I felt like I was going through a weird phase of just feeling not necessarily down about myself, just very doubtful. I felt like I was filled with a lot of doubts. I was kind of questioning, you know, why certain things were happening and like, I was just unsure and I felt a little uncertain and that uncertainty definitely turned into a bit of doubt inside my mind and even sometimes when you know that doubting isn't helping you and worrying isn't going to get you anywhere you sometimes just kind of can't turn it off and it becomes really hard to get up and do the things that like you really want to do when you feel like you're kind of full of doubt when you're kind of questioning all the time like is it going to work is it going to happen and how can I get back to feeling so excited and determined and good about what I'm here to do and so that was like a big thing I would say the end of 2019, a big phase, a big theme that was going on for me and I was really just trying to be aware of the doubts that were popping up inside my mind and to just not really like overanalyze them and instead to try and find a way to turn that doubt into determination, to basically face my fears, take the things that were freaking me out and kind of turn them into gas for the tank of just like nothing's gonna stop me and so in all of that and through I guess you know expression journaling all of the stuff that I normally do I've pulled together five tips or five steps that I would say have helped me turn doubt into determination and might just actually help you too so first things first when it comes to turning doubt into determination a lot of the times it's about our perspective on not only the world, but on ourselves. So the first thing or the first tip is that you are whoever you believe yourself to be. Now, the narrative that you've maybe taken on in your life, it could have come from you. It could come from other people that have maybe said some mean things to you. It could come from your family. It doesn't really like, okay, it does matter where it comes from because I definitely think it's important to tie a string to where your doubt is coming from but to just be aware of the fact that it doesn't necessarily matter so much like what you think about yourself. I mean, it does, but just bear with me. It's just as important to know why you think that way. Like, why do you believe you are who you are? And this isn't about like questioning who you are on an existential level by any means. It's just questioning why you're doubting yourself, questioning why you can't believe that you can do the things that you wanna do. And to do this, it really, it causes a lot of, 
I think that this portion of turning doubt into determination usually should take the longest because if you actually want to create lasting change and you actually really want to rewire your brain to stop doubting and to start just taking any kind of challenges as a just a chance to like you know drive your focus into something i think that this would take the longest time because this is like literally going down and rewiring your brain rewiring the thoughts that you've maybe been playing inside your mind for it could be a really long time so if you've got a narrative in your head that says i'm a failure i'm a failure i'm a failure it's no wonder that you're going to feel so full of doubt every time you try and do anything you know so I guess there's a lot of different ways that you can do this. Like always, you know, journaling and meditation are my two big pillars, I would say, when it comes to not only expressing myself through journaling, but also just being aware of myself, just being aware of the thoughts that I'm thinking, just being aware of why I'm doing certain things. It's not necessarily about fixing them. It's about bringing your awareness to it just to be like, that's so interesting. I wonder why my brain is thinking that way. I wonder why I did that. Or I wonder why I feel so full of fear. I wonder why just, just to become curious about it. Because I think that in order to, you know, not only turn your doubt into determination, but ultimately when you turn your doubt into determination, you're going to change your life. So to change your life, it's not necessarily about pointing fingers, even if it's at yourself. It's just about being aware of, you know, let's say that's the viruses like on your computer that you maybe didn't realize you were downloading. Who freaking cares where the virus came from? Let's just get rid of the virus, right? So it's a powerful thing to know that you are whoever you believe yourself to be. Because if you've been believing things that you know aren't true or don't align with who you want to be inside your core of who you know you could be, then it's time to get rid of those things. It's time to shed those layers. It's time to let that go and to open yourself up instead to believing anything new about yourself that's going to help you get to where you're trying to go. So no matter what your goals are, what your habits are, I did a whole espresso brew last week on how to change your habits that also kind of fits into this too, or this I would say fits into that. I would do this first and then try and change your habits because once you've turned your doubt into determination, then I really do believe that you can kind of just basically conquer whatever it is that you really want to go for. But we have to change our narrative, especially if it's one that's not serving us. And we have to do so in a way that doesn't come from resentment or anger. It just comes from a genuine wanting to enjoy your life, a genuine wish to just be and to be comfortably and to not feel like you always have to fear that the world is out to get you or that you are going to screw it all up. You're not gonna screw it all up. And even when you do, it's only a screw up if you don't learn from it. Because if you learn from it, then you didn't screw up, you just learned something new, you know? And that can continue to drive that determination to just keep learning new things. Life isn't about perfection. It's not about doing everything right and making it all look easy. It's about trial and error. It's about getting a little messy and just being okay with that. And it's also, in my opinion, about being aware of the reasons and the whys and the things that are going on in your life in order to make sure that they are in alignment with your best self and they are in alignment with you enjoying your life because realistically, we don't have any form of proof as to why we're here, but I would say best bet is that we're meant to enjoy it. So if you're not enjoying your life, then it's time to change your narrative. It's time to start believing that you are whoever it is that you wish to be and to start changing the tapes that you play inside your mind so that you can actually start being that person. A lot of the times, 
you know, we think we can't do something, which is usually the reason why we don't. And you would be so surprised if you actually just tried something, if you became curious rather than, I guess, like almost perfectionistic about something. Like, let's say you're trying to change your doubt of being able to finish school into determination to finish school. Instead of thinking like, I have to perfect school, I have to get straight A's, I have to whatever. It could just be a curiosity. Uh, I've talked about this like a million times, but I'll bring it up again because I think it's a really important mindset to take into life. And it's from the book You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero, where she basically says, I just want to see if I can do it, or I just want to be curious as to what might happen. So instead of thinking like, I have to kill it at school and finish school if you're really feeling like you're struggling and then just instead change it to like, I wonder if I can finish school. I'm curious to see if I just, you know, allowed myself to be determined rather than full of doubt, what kind of grades I would end up with and just see what happens from there. A lot of the times, like I said, it's about believing that you're actually capable of whatever it is that you're trying to do. So if you, for whatever reason, don't believe it, then it's time to like dig down inside and figure out why and how you can flip that narrative into I can rather than I can't. Tip number two when it comes to turning your doubt into determination is to give yourself some credit. And this totally feeds into the I can versus I can't. Back when I was doing Coast Daily Brews, there was one that I talked about where it was basically just breaking down fear. And fear is two separate different thoughts and all fear breaks down into these two separate different thoughts. The first one is, I'm not gonna be able to handle it. The second one is, I'm afraid of failing. So no matter what it is that you're afraid of, no matter what it is that you're doubting, you're either doubting it because you're afraid you're gonna fail at it or you're doubting it because you're afraid that you're not gonna be able to handle it no matter what it is. It could be even not being able to handle failing, which is just a double fear, which you think would cancel itself out, but it doesn't. It just doubles itself in weight. So instead of thinking, you know, I'm afraid I'm gonna fail or I'm afraid I can't handle it, you have to change that narrative back to yes, you can. You need to give yourself some credit. And a really good way to do this is to dip into your past in a good way. Dip back into the past and think about times where you were challenged by something and you were determined and you didn't let anything stop you. All of us have had at least one chapter in our lives, even if it was back when we were like four or five and it was just like, I am determined to beat Mercer Chase on Neopets. I'm not letting anything stop me. That is the same type of determination you need right now. It doesn't matter what the goal was. It was all about the mindset you took into it, right? So instead, if you can look back into your past and you can pick out times before where you were challenged and you maybe even had a sliver of doubt, but you allowed determination to take the hold, to just, you know, go back there and just adopt a lot of the thoughts and adopt a lot of the mindsets and give yourself the credit of the times you've done it before. Another really important thing too with giving yourself some credit is I, I find that it helps me a lot to do things that I already know that I'm really good at and do things that I enjoy. And that also helps to give you some credit. If it's something that is totally unrelated to your doubt, it doesn't matter because it's just more so about feeling capable and feeling competent in your own life. So look at anything that you might be good at and think, why is that so easy for me? Why do I never doubt myself there? It's because you you don't have that narrative because it's it's something that you're good at. And the more things that you pick out and you notice about yourself that you're like, that was really cool, I'm really good at that. Or that time I didn't allow anything to stop me and I was super determined. The more credit you give yourself, the more proof you give yourself that you're gonna be able to do whatever it is you're trying to do right now in the exact same way.
My third tip when it comes to turning your doubt into determination is to just jump. Now, I feel like a lot of the times when there's something that we're doubtful about or something we're afraid of, we spend so much time kind of like, you know, rummaging on it and thinking about it before we do it that we kind of create that like resistance to jump. It's kind of like jumping into a pool, right? The longer you think about how cold it's gonna be when you jump into that pool, the longer you're gonna wait to jump into the pool. So even when you feel doubt, even if you don't have, you know, the weeks of meditation to go down and rewire your brain, you can rewire as you go. You can teach yourself new narratives about yourself as you go. A lot of the times, if you just jump in and get yourself wet, you're gonna be able to actually start making some, some change and actually start to move things around, to get yourself immersed into it and to start dealing with the discomforts and realize that you actually can do it. And that just requires you to jump in and do it. Even when you're terrified, just jump in and do it. Feel the fear and do it anyway. The whole mindset too with just jump in is to jump in without the mindset of like, I need to master this. It's again, it's not about like perfecting it or making it look like it's easy. It's jumping in with curiosity. It's like, I don't need to jump in and pretend that the water isn't cold. I just need to jump in and be curious about what it feels like to be in cold water. Yeah, that was a pretty good metaphor. Like, I feel like the pool thing is, the pool thing's working. We're just gonna have to carry this out throughout the rest of this coffee talk. But yeah, so jump in with the curiosity of what it might feel like to jump into cold water rather than I need to jump in and act like a boss and act like this doesn't affect my body. Naturally, anyone's gonna be affected by cold water. You don't have to pretend like you're not or pretend like it's easy. You can just jump in and just enjoy the experience for what it is, which is just that, and it's it's an experience. It's something that's teaching you something. It's something that you're learning about, and it's something that, as long as you stay curious, it'll normally stay fun. And it's an easy way to kind of turn doubts off by just remaining open to life, to think, you know, I might not have all the answers. I might even have a little bit of doubt or self-doubt or question whether or not I'm capable of doing this, but I'm gonna jump in anyways. And that kind of determination is the same type of determination of I'm not gonna let anything stop me. It's not about I need to jump in and master this, it's I need to jump in and just jump in. I just need to jump in. It doesn't matter if I master it or not. I just wanna figure out what it feels like. I just wanna get in there and start moving around and making some moves and then see what happens. And I think another big part of that too is admitting that once you do jump in and once you do start you know, hitting the ground running, if doubt does come up, sometimes a little bit of doubt can be good in the sense of admitting what you don't know. Like if a little bit of doubt comes up because you know, the pool metaphor isn't gonna work here, shoot. Let's say a little bit of doubt comes in because you're working on something and someone you know to be a master in the craft kind of questions what you're working on. That little bit of doubt might have come in because there's parts of whatever it is you're working on that they might know that you might not know yet. So sometimes a little bit of doubt is good. A little bit of doubt is good in the sense of it can open up that doorway to admit, hey, there's some things I don't know. There's things I'm still learning. There's things that I'm open to discovering more about. And that doesn't mean that you're weak. It doesn't mean that you need to be afraid or that you need to doubt yourself. It's kind of in a lot of ways the complete opposite. I think that that requires a lot of courage and strength to admit 
while you're doing something or while you're trying to accomplish something, what you don't know, and then to seek out those answers, to seek out help, to ask that person that is a master at whatever it is that you're doing, like, hey, do you want to teach me or do you mind, you know, giving me some pointers or just, I guess, just like remaining humble at whatever it is you're trying to do. Because again, when you go into anything in life with that mindset of, I'm just here to stay curious and open-minded, but also to admit when I'm wrong or admit when I don't know something and to learn, then again, it just turns off the doubt and it turns back on that determination. Like you're determined to learn everything you need to learn. You're determined to have fun with it and it turns off all that fear. So that leads me into my fourth tip when it comes to turning doubt into determination and that is to learn as you go. And I feel like this is an important one and probably one that I would say has changed my life immensely in the last little bit. It's to stop feeling like you have to know everything before you begin. It's okay, like I just said, to admit when we don't know things, and it's also okay to learn about things as you're doing them and as you go. Everybody learns a little different. I remember in high school finding out that some people are visual learners, some people are audio learners, some people need to use their hands, and I feel like in a lot of ways, we definitely over-identify with one more than the other. But I think that it's also a conjunction of all of those things that help all of us learn. So a lot of the times you could watch a million tutorials on how to do something, but it isn't until you actually get in there and you actually start learning as you go and you start playing around with editing videos that it's actually going to download into you, that you're going to learn those lessons, that you're going to get better. You could hear someone explain to you a million ways to write a book, but until you actually sit down and you start writing the book and you kind of take the challenges as they pop up as they come Come, you're not going to be able to like just you know do it basically get in there jump in even if you're not ready yet be open to admitting what you don't know and then learn as you go because challenges are bound to pop up no matter what it is that you're determined to do or to achieve or to accomplish there's always going to be challenges and challenges in a lot of ways can either feel like setbacks or they can feel like little opportunities to learn something so even if you jump in and you scrap the doubt and then you're in there, your hands are wet, things are happening, and then all of a sudden you get smacked with a challenge, instead of reverting back to doubt, instead kick in that determination to learn as you go, to be like, oh, this is super interesting, this is gonna teach me something and it's going to make me even more skilled or advanced at whatever it is that I'm determined to do. I think a really important trait too when it comes to learning as you go is being able to self-talk your way through challenges and self-talk your way through discomforts in a lot of ways. Again, I feel like I always sound like a broken record when I say this, but meditation is super helpful for this, at least in my experience, because when I meditate, especially the days that I feel really restless, I have to get super comfortable with talking myself through the discomfort. It's like your alarm hasn't like kicked off yet, like you're still supposed to be meditating, and then I'll kind of question like, okay, but like, I guess I could just stop meditating now if I really wanted to, but then I'm like, no, I'm missing the point here. Sit here. If you cannot sit through five minutes of stillness, then girl, you're not gonna be able to like focus on anything today. So it's that sense of being able to coast yourself through challenges, to coast yourself through experiences that might be new to you, or even experiences that might feel doubtful for you, and keep your narrative with you and you inside your head positive but also reinforcing. To say like, you know, challenges are normal, you're gonna figure this out, or, one thing at a time, one book that I actually read recently and one story that popped out that I've been using it as a mantra like all week this week. So I'm going to tell you guys because I feel like it's really helpful, but 
it was actually an interview where they were interviewing this homeless man in Europe and he was talking about how the Western world, which is the world that I technically live in over here in Canada, how we're all kind of just like, you know, trying, we're like a lion that's trying to get like 10 gazelles at once. And that's why the Western world ends up being burnt out and we live in all these crazy sky rises and like all of this stuff. Anyways, basically what he was getting at here is that the way that he lives his life is he catches one gazelle at a time. And to do that, to think of life that way, to think of whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish or that you're determined to do, even if let's say the 10 gazelles build your entire goal that you're going for, you still have to take baby steps along the way to get to your goal. So instead of over like pressuring yourself by this huge goal that's above you, break it down into gazelles. This is a horrible way or metaphor for me to say as a vegan, but one gazelle at a time. So then you're the lion and even though all 10 gazelles are running in different directions, you pick one and you start with that one and then you move to the next one and then you move to the next one rather than trying to split yourself 10 different ways, catch 10 different gazelles. It's just that is where the overwhelm comes from. That is where doubt seeps in because your brain is just like, what the hell are we trying to do right now? I feel like I'm being torn 10 different ways. And then that sense of self-talk starts to break down and it starts to feel like burnout or I can't do this or you become, you just become overwhelmed and nobody can live and enjoying happy, successful, determined life when you're overwhelmed. It's like nearly impossible, speaking from experience. So one gazelle at a time, or what's a better way? One carrot at a time. Let's just pull one carrot at a time. I like that one way better. Um, and then as we pull that one carrot, if we pull it up and there's some struggles, you know, maybe it's not coming out of the ground easy, maybe it's a little rotted, whatever it is, when you're pulling it up one at a time, your brain isn't freaking out about all 10 carrots. It's just focused on that one carrot and the self-talk, the ability to coast your way through the challenge is a lot easier. And then on top of the whole learn as you go is to slow down. And I feel like that's the biggest one that I would say our world sometimes feels like it's missing. And I think that it's kind of just a, a trick of the mind because of things like social media. And, you know, there's just so much content just constantly being pumped out in front of us, right? So we tend to feel like everything's happening way faster than it really is. And then that kind of tricks our brains into thinking that we also need to move at that pace, that we need to just be like, you know, crushing goals and doing things like left, right and center. And that mindset that created like a really unhealthy habit for me. I would say for like two years, I feel like I was just like on a treadmill longer than that. Honestly, I was just trying to like rush to somewhere, but I had no idea exactly where I was rushing. Like, why was I trying to go so fast? Like just one carrot at a time, right? And so when you actually slow down, you just like take your time, you take a deep breath, you know, you put all of your focus and that energy into pulling that carrot, you examine the carrot, you enjoy the carrot, you put it into your basket, you move on to the next carrot. How much more enjoyable is your life when you live life that way? Like there is literally no reason for us to rush. And it's kind of crazy when you notice yourself rushing and you notice yourself just like, again, like I said, on a treadmill, but with no real reason to be sprinting, then you kind of are like, wait, why am I moving so fast? And not only that, if I were to slow down, what would that feel like? And it's 
so uncomfortable to try and slow down your life. It's so uncomfortable if you're used to a pace, especially with doubts and thoughts, if you're used to a pace inside your mind, okay, of like, I can't do this, I can't do this, I can't do this, I can't do this, but if you can slow that down where it's like, I can't do this, I can do this. When you slow down your thoughts, when you slow down your life, it becomes so much easier to feel in control. And it's not that you're out of control. I mean, maybe it is when you're going faster, but it's just that when you slow down, you actually have the time to process what's going on, to enjoy what's going on, and to catch those doubts and to stop them before they take hold on your conscious energy and just wreak havoc on your life, right? And then the fifth tip that I have when it comes to you know, changing doubt into determination is to reap the rewards. Now, I don't mean this necessarily in a materialistic way, although some people that is like, a, everything I learn is literally from books, okay? Let's just make that disclaimer. But I recently read that there are like three main ways to drive like your focus. And one of them is called the Senate way. And that's basically like people that are very driven towards materialistic gain. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just a way that they can tune into a sense of flow in their life. And so whether it is, you know, if your eye on the prize is a brand new car or a house or something that is more material, then that can be a very easy way to really hook your attention and to hook your determination into something because it's an easy feedback, right? Like once you gain that goal, there's no question of like, was I successful or not? It's, it's black and white in a lot of ways. And so I think that's why it's super easy for us to use material things as kind of a proof of success when it comes to reaping the rewards or heading into a goal with determination. Basically the one in the middle, there was three, the one in the middle was to go completely based on believing in something bigger than yourself, which can sometimes actually be a bad thing because in a lot of ways, if you don't have any kind of material or tangible physical proof of something and you're just believing without really questioning, then you can get yourself into a lot of trouble because you might like, you know, follow or start giving into, okay, this is so irrelevant. Let's just get to the third one because that's the important one. The third one is a mixture of both. It's understanding that you might have like a materialistic goal, but that materialistic goal is helping you make the world a better place. It's helping you believe in the bigger thing, but you're using a conjunction of both things to stay not only more grounded, but also to give back in a lot of ways. So it's basically like the idea of when I become healthy or when I become successful, it's then easier for me to turn around and give out more healthy, successful vibes to the world, making the world a better place, you know? So reaping the rewards, it can be so many different things. It could be just that one goal, that determination to buy yourself a car. It could also be, I have a determination to buy myself a car so I can start driving myself to work, so that I can start making a living, so that I can stop stressing about making a living, so that I can open up my psychic energy to focus on habits and you know, hobbies. And once I do that and I feel like I'm not stressed about work and financial situations anymore and I drive my focus into hobbies, I'll be able to start buying things for painting. And then my paintings might translate to this other person that feels the same emotions I do and really messes with my art. And then boom, like that determination rather than, you know, doubting yourself that you could ever become an artist. It's the determination of doing what it is, whatever it is you have to do, taking the steps that you need to take in order to become the artist, you know, yourself to be. 
that was another metaphor. I feel like the metaphors really kind of just, in all the coffee talks, they just kind of flow off. And I'm like, I'm not really sure where this is going. And then it, it concludes itself and I'm like, okay, not too bad, that, that worked. I think a lot of the times too, we end up reaping a lot of our rewards through reflection. Like for instance, I posted to my Instagram story a couple days ago, but I found it on Pinterest and it was someone had written something on the bridge in New York that said, do you remember when you had dreamed about being exactly where you are now? And that sense of reflection is huge because when you are determined towards something, it can be really easy to kind of, you know, get so kind of narrow-minded, not narrow-minded, but like blinded focus and forget three months in, six months in, a year in, that there was a time you would have killed to be where you are right now. And that comes from even probably where you are in your life right now in this minute. There was probably a younger version of you that would die to be where you are right now, that dreamed of being exactly who you are right now. And now you're you're taking this time and you're dreaming about being somebody else. And that's important because that's evolution, right? That's built into us because we're meant to constantly want to grow and evolve, but when you reflect on where you used to be as to where you are now, that is where the reward comes from because you'll realize like, oh, there was a time where I felt so full of fear. There was a time that I felt so full of doubt that it was hard for me to, you know, save up money for that car because I was blowing the money off on shopping because I was in a really negative mental mindset. See, the metaphor is not rolling here, but basically, when you reflect on how far you've come, you'll see that there was a time that you may have felt a lot weaker, a lot more full of doubt, a lot more full of fear, and that weaker, more full of fear, that side of you that was dreaming for where you wanted to be, suddenly you're there or you're halfway there and you're doing so much better than you were even just like a few weeks ago. And that reflection and then realizing it and then feeling grateful for that growth, it all feeds into the determination that you're trying to gain in your life. And when you really feel that sense of like, holy crap, I'm doing this, like, holy crap, like I feel it, I feel happier, I feel less doubt in my life, I feel less barriers, I feel just good about myself or good about whatever it is that I'm trying to do, that feeling is going to, again, it's going to fill that gas tank and it's going to keep you going, it's going to keep you determined. So in a lot of ways, with all of the steps that we've talked about today, you could take a few of them, you could take a combination of them, but I think the biggest one is just knowing that if you are somebody who is really used to doubting yourself and really used to fearing life, it's not going to be an overnight switch of just like, you're gonna wake up tomorrow and not fear life anymore and not feel doubtful anymore. It's just about being aware of where those doubts are coming from, catching them, replacing them instead with, yes, I freaking can, or, you know, figuring out where, if it's coming from, I'm afraid of failing, then you would think, you know, I'm totally successful or if I'm not gonna be able to handle this. Yes, I will be able to handle this. And then from there, just kind of dealing with the discomforts that'll come for the first little bit and suddenly time will pass. You'll look back and you'll be like, holy shit, I did that. And then you'll be able to just pin your determination on the next thing that you're trying to do. Just give yourself the space to not only take your time with rewiring these doubts in your mind and feeling more determined towards whatever it is that you wanna do, whether it's 2020 or in your entire life or a goal for the season, whatever it is, give yourself the space to take your time, give yourself the time to reflect on it as you're experiencing it, and then just stay open and optimistic and curious about it because just the fact that you're willing to try and be determined, just the fact that you want 
to just feel that sense of full immersion in whatever it is you're going for. I think that's kind of half of the cool part of exactly why you're even doing it in the first place. And I think that when you go at something very open-minded in that way, and you're willing to understand that doubts are gonna pop up every now and then, but you kind of have like a built-in system of what you're gonna do when those doubts do pop into place, then life just decomplicates itself. You know, you kind of just, you're always on your own team. You're always having your own back and you're just out there living your life full of either doubts, fears, or good days or bad days, but you're just kind of not letting anything stop you. And that's the most important part of this entire coffee talk today is to just not let anything stop you from living the life that you dream of so long as the life that you dream of doesn't hurt anybody else because probably should make that disclaimer as well. If you dream of being a serial killer, then please listen to your doubts because ain't cool. So there you guys have it. That is my coffee talk today on how to turn doubts into determination. Those are kind of a lot of like the tips and steps and just little mindsets that I, I was working on at the end of 2019 that I feel like have really, really ingrained themselves into my brain, but also has helped so much already in the new habits that I've been building for 2020, the projects that I've taken on, the goals that I've taken on, and just feeling generally better and more relaxed and enjoying the things that I'm actually doing. So all of these tips, they don't necessarily have to go in that order, but they all have just been super beneficial and pivotal in terms of my mindset and my overall positivity. And so hopefully they can help some of you guys do the exact same. Aside from that, I hope you guys enjoyed and I love you guys to the moon and back and I'll talk to all of you guys in the next Coffee Talk. Bye guys.